train a coming, it's rolling around a bend. And I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps dragging on. But that train keeps a rolling on down the slide. All right, here we go, Primetime Titans. It's JG. And this is Pettit. And uh, we are without Robert this week, but uh, we hate that he can't be here. Um but we still wanted to get a recording out, and uh, we've we've got things to do, Pettit. Yeah. We've got a snake draft of the schedule to do, which some of y'all might be wondering, how are y'all going to do that without Robert? Well, Pettit and I are going to switch off picking for Robert. So, um, we will not be sabotaging his team. We will not be sabotaging him by picking terrible opponents. Uh, we will be picking fair. Um, or at least I will. I don't know. Pettit might be throwing him under the bus with certain teams he picks. Yeah, for sure. But no, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot on the line with the with the draft, um, the snake draft. You know, loser has to has to pay for the pizza for the Super Bowl party. Yep. Um, I think year one I won it, so I didn't have to pay. Year two, Robert I think, and I lost. Yeah, I think I won. I think you did. Which is funny because uh, I remember last year. You had every game in September? I picked, yeah, I picked Colts twice. Or something like that. I picked the Colts twice, which ended up working out. And I picked, uh, I think, the Commanders. But I picked the Eagles, Mm. which was a terrible pick. (laughs) But I did get Colts and Commanders. And that, I think that was three wins in a row. Um, You had a whole, you had a perfect month. Yeah, basically last year. And then we didn't win a game. Yeah. Since we have the Titans haven't won a regular season game since my birthday, November seventeenth. When when's your birthday? Yeah. In case you so, guys are in case you guys are wondering, November seventeenth. Yeah, everyone, you hear that? It's November seventeenth. Uh, Surprise party. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, it's funny because, at you know, if you picked teams at the end of the year last year, you're basically done for because we lost seven in a row. Yeah, and I did. So. I think I don't even know if y'all went like one and four or two and three, but I went three and two. I think that was my final um, tally that ended up. Yeah, winning. I think I had the worst. I think Robert might have had one more win than me, because yeah. most of my games I think were December and At November. And we yeah, did not win any of those. Yeah, well, um, but this is a new of, year. Yeah, new year. New uh, we'll get to that. We'll get that in a little bit. Uh, we're gonna go over a little bit of news uh, before getting to that. First off. Um, we just want to touch on, we have not recorded since it happened, but the um, tragic story of Caleb Farley's home that he had in, I think, in North Carolina. His dad passed away in an explosion in his home, which I don't even know if they know the details, if it was a gas explosion. I'm not sure that the house was just um, was just completely destroyed. And this guy... Caleb Farley, I know, you know, say what you will about everything in his football play. That is an absolutely tragic story and just awful that it happened to him. And he had lost his mother um, a few years back to cancer as well. So, um, you know, it's he's uh, supposedly he's back with the team now and in the locker room. I think, if anything, the team can be there for him. So we did just want to say that and we just, you know, thoughts and prayers with Caleb Farley and his family and friends and um, I mean, I hope he can eventually get back out there. I know he's coming back from that back surgery anyways, but um, I would love to see him go out in the field and just, you know, 
I don't know, at least maybe just prove some people wrong um, and yeah. do something. But He's got a rough, rough, rough situation right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't imagine, especially just getting hurt all the time and then having that incident happen. Just absolute, totally random. I, I just, yeah. Yeah, it's that just is, terrible. It's horrible. It was horrible because at first, you know, no one really knew who it was at first, and then it came out that it was his father, and uh, just awful. Yeah. Um, so our thoughts and prayers for for Caleb and his family and everyone else that knows him. Absolutely. Um, all righty, so now uh, moving on to uh, other news, you know, currently, I will say one thing as well. Tajay Spears remains an absolute beast. Yeah. He is a beast. Yeah, His you know, stiff yeah. Arm, he had a nice little stiff arm against the Patriots. He's a lot of fun. He's fun to watch. He's incredible. Yeah. I think so, he had, like, I know it's preseason, but, like, the most um, yards after contact. Yeah, something like, something like that. Something like that. He, so it's not like he's just, you know, not getting touched. I mean, yeah. he's he's breaking tackles, too. Definitely looking forward to him uh, this year. Uh, we did uh, – we made a couple, couple moves with some of our outside linebackers slash DNs. First, we claimed a guy named Travis Gibson, Gibson, I think, from the Bears uh, after that first waiver period after people made the 53-man cuts. Um, and, I mean, this guy is kind of a beast. I think in the preseason game we played the Bears, he was crushing us. Uh, and I think you had some st- – the Yeah, yeah oh, yeah. Um well, I, I saw an article that was talking about how um, the – this is not on uh, Travis Gibson yet, but basically the most double-teamed player from uh, – or the most double-teamed players from 20 seasons 2020 to 2022 in between there. And number one most double-teamed uh, player was Aaron Donald, and the second most double-teamed player was Jeffrey Simmons. And Jeffrey Simmons has – Sorry, double teamed on run plays. My, mm. my bad. And uh, Jeffrey Simmons has the highest win rate, I think, on double teamed on a run play. Um, That's good to hear. And then when I was reading that article, it also you know popped up that uh, Travis Gibson was the fifth most double teamed edge last year, which is, I mean, that says a lot, I think. Um, that's not like by accident, I don't think, especially if you're playing the whole season. Coaches game plan that way to mm-hmm. you know make sure that someone's not coming through. So I think maybe he might. I think there's a chance that he's a name that people just don't know about that and much it was yet. A, it was a waiver claim too. We just got him off a waiver claim. Yeah, I'm shocked by that. So I'm kind of excited. I think um, once got reading into it a little bit more and reading how kind of dominant our D line can be again this year, kind of gets me excited. Yeah. Because they are, I mean, they're the X factor. If they have a bad game, things can go off the rails, I think, because there's some true. weaker uh, points to the team. So they are kind of the um, the powerhouse of the team on, like, their exceptional group. And so they are kind of got to put the team on the back week after week. So I'll, and they, they really to, will. I mean, I think our DBs are solid. I think they're, they don't have a lot of depth. So I think if with – the combination of our D line being so good that there's a chance that our DBs can really benefit a lot from that. Yeah, no, definitely. And if you, do you, if you remember last year, the player Demarcus Walker, um, he was kind of like a 
I, I I don't even know if we I don't even think we drafted him. We ended up just you know signing him throughout the years. He was drafted in 2017, but he kind of he had that like you know every now and then he'd get a sack or two in a game, and I feel like Travis Gibson will be basically like that. And um, so like I mean we already have we have Harold Landry, we've got Arden Key. And we've got those established players, Danico Autry and everything. But then we got this guy, Travis Gibson, come in and also be another depth piece. I just think it's – I mean, why not? Our front yeah. seven on defense is just – I don't even – when, when you look at it, I mean, you have Simmons, Landry, Arden Key, Gibson, Danico Autry, and Tier Tart. Tier Tart. Uh, we got – And I think Jaden Peavy made the team – and, but um, when I name those guys, I'm Naquan like, Jones. most of those guys, I think every single one of them are guys where I'm like, you could have five plus sacks on the year. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I mean, I, you know, I imagine Simmons and Landry to have the most, um, with, you know, hopefully 10 plus, but I mean, if everyone plays how they, you know, have been playing, then I can expect. Oh, Rashad Weaver too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And a guy in the preseason, Caleb Murphy. He was a guy who made the team, uh, and he showed some flashes in the preseason. I mean, our D line is really good. And whatever scheme they have too is 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 been working really well. So, um, man, it's just like who's gonna? It's almost like who's gonna get all these sacks? I know. Which is really exciting from you know a few years ago when we had the lowest sack rate in <laughs> NFL history. I Dude. think. It was so bad that year. I think we had a total of like seven on the year or something like that. It was so bad. Um, yeah, and then so another uh, another thing related to uh, one of those guys you just said, but Harold Landry, we actually um, converted some of his money to into a signing bonus, and we created a little bit from John Glennon's uh, from John Glennon is on Twitter. We approximately now have like ten and a half million in cap space. Um, which is pretty nice. I don't know if that means, you know, we're just trying to make some room for uh, – I don't think it's any, like, splash move or anything. I think D-Hop was that splash move a few weeks ago. But, um, yeah, so we cleared up some space there. Um, and also, with it being game week, we do have an injury report. And Pettit's always kind of our injury report guy. So I'll let you read off the injury report for the week and see if – some, you know, I know we always are scared about injury reports. So we'll see how it is right now. Surprisingly, this is one not to be scared of. Um, uh, one thing that we were just talking about, actually, um, fun little fact, is the, um, the Titans are going into the season as one of the most healthy teams in the NFL. Um, we've placed – we haven't placed any big names on IR Um there's only been one player to go on IR so far, and that is um, Kyle Phillips. You know his sophomore season. Um, he, it just feels right. You know what I mean. I I texted Robert and John Garrett this. I was like, it, the season wouldn't be the season if Kyle Phillips wasn't on was IR on for no reason at all. So I think maybe the team, maybe Vrabel's just like, I mean, we have to. It's just right. It's just a gut feeling. He is totally fine. Let's just put him on IR and move on. Um, so he's out for at least four weeks. Expect him to be out for the season for undetermined <laughs> no. reasons. <laughs> That's just. <bad. laughs> 
expected him to end up playing one snap. Yeah. Being done. Look, I, okay, we were also talking about this. I love Kyle Phelps. Dude might not play at all this season. Like, I never, I don't expect him to ever play a full season. I don't, because if you have injuries where it's just no one knows what happened, those are the guys that just don't play a full season. Which is a shame uh, because he's a nice little slot receiver, but. Yeah, I agree. He, maybe he's, he's fun to watch. Too, too small. Who knows? But uh, moving on to the injury report list, number one is Trey Avery. He was limited. So everybody was limited. There was no non-participants besides uh, DeAndre Hopkins well, for rest. Um, so Trey Avery was number one with the hamstring, limited. I'm not. I, I imagine he'll play. He's probably gonna get what ten snaps, maybe. Yeah. Um, an important piece to the team in terms of depth, depth but yep. you know, theoretically, best case scenario is he doesn't play very much, which means the other guys are playing more. Absolutely. So, but you know, I like the guy. I think he played pretty well last year for for his role. So hopefully he steps up and does even better. Uh, next player is Harold Landry, limited with uh, an abdomen abdomen uh, injury. Um, I don't know when he sustained that i don't i'm not sure either there's a lot of these i don't really have a lot of details on it other than this is kind of the first what time i've seen it yeah. yeah dylan radens limited with a knee injury which makes sense he's still coming back he was activated from the pup list and uh he may i think he was listed as the backup right guard and right tackle on the official depth chart okay which is kind of nice yeah nice to see him actually being used somewhere and then will always be a Dylan Raiden's hater. Most exciting injury report uh, update is Traylon Burks full participation, which from his knee injury, crazy. Mm-hmm. I I thought we lost him for the year when he went down against the Vikings. He, I guess we hadn't chatted since then. Uh, we had a joint practice with the Vikings, and Traylon Burks um, caught like a deep ball and. Uh, he was kind of stumbling a little bit as he was running after catching it, and he went down, and it looked like he couldn't put any weight on it. And, I mean, it just it looked pretty much worst-case scenario and ended up being like an LCL sprain or something and full participation now, which is amazing. Yeah. Great news. Yep. Love to see that. Yep. Very exciting. Um, and then the last two is Arden Key for a calf injury, full participation, which is also just another huge piece to that D-line that can make a huge difference in any game. And then last but maybe least, um, Will Levis was full participation uh, (laughs) with a quad injury. Last but maybe least. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, again, it's it's exciting to see us going into the season with almost everybody – probably going to play yeah. so really i can't th- i think there was a couple other um almost border, if not borderline practice squad players were practice squad pra- players that moved to ir um so it's pretty much just cal phillips going into the season mm-hmm. that is a starter that's not going to be on the on the field for the yeah. first couple weeks but i always anticipate uh multiple people to go down this week so I just hope, I just hope uh, we see a little bit of a a change in our hamstring uh, trends. 
if there's only start, one hamstring that is hurt so far. If we start seeing, it's only limited. So. If we start seeing hamstring injuries pop up again, something's gonna. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get angry. <laughs> I'm gonna get pissed off. I'm gonna get as pissed off as you and Robert made me. <laughs> friggin' Peter Skaronsky, because goodness gracious. Um, alrighty, well, that's a little bit of news. Let's get into the snake draft, and then we're gonna finish with a little Saints um, preview because we feel like. You know, we got to talk about the Saints' first game of the year. Yep. Uh, okay, so order. It's going to be Robert, then Pettit, then me. Snake draft, so round. So I'll be the first pick of the next round. Um, Pettit is going to pick first for Robert, and then I'm going to pick next for Robert, and then we'll switch off. So Pettit actually gets three of Robert's picks. I get two of Robert's picks. Um, so with the first pick in the schedule – 2023 season schedule snake draft Pettit for Robert takes Pettit for Robert takes oh wait did you say that we're excluding uh, oh yes uh, so we're excluding Colts yeah okay this year which was a debate between excluding Colts and just and doing Texans, Texans again. again but we decided based on where the Colts games lie in the schedule that would make it a little bit more fun to have uh Finish the the season out with some, because we played the Texans twice at the end of the year. Yeah, two of the last four weeks we played the Texans. That'll make the ending a little bit more interesting. And yeah, what I agree. that would look like. And the Colts, they kind of are a dumpster fire right now, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. So Robert and Pettit will be taking. Who are you taking first overall? So Pettit as Robert takes <laughs> the Houston Texans. At home, December 17th. Yep, that's the pick. <laughs> okay, so that is that is week 17. No. No. Uh, no, that's week, week 15. 15. Week 15. Okay. December 17th. Yes. Um, okay, so still going the Texans route. It's hard not to. On yeah. paper, how do you not? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Robert would be, would be happy with that pick. Yeah. Um, Robert, let me know. Uh, okay, so let's see. Pettit, you're up again. As you. All right, you Pettit, yourself. Pettit as Pettit. I am going to take... I think I'm going to take October 29th, week eight, versus the Atlanta Falcons. Ooh. Yep. Interesting. Yep. That's You're not scared of a little Arthur Smith revenge game? I'm scared of every team on this schedule <laughs> a little bit. So, um I I think I'm least scared of them. Yeah. So, we'll see. Okay. And now you get two. I get two picks. And I'm absolute Okay, so the fact that we play the NFC South is great. It's very helpful. Um and because of that, I'm going to do week 12. Um, November 26th, Panthers at home. Panthers at home. Yep. I'm definitely taking that. Yep. I know at that, that point, I would have loved to play the Panthers earlier in the year. They would have maybe been uh, still rattled a little bit. Bryce Young still getting his first few games in. But I think I'm going to take that. I That's think, right yeah. on the line of us losing the rest of the season yeah. based on last year's. <laughs> yeah, that would have been. Right around your birthday. That actually would have been the start of the, the losing streak yep. uh, the rest of the year. Um, okay, so I'm going back and forth. I almost, 
I'm going to tell you which picks I'm back and forth on. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay. Um, Cincinnati. So you took, yeah, you took Texans at home for Robert. Yep. I'm eyeing at Texans week 17, but for some reason, I don't feel good about going 2 0 against the Texans this year. Yep. I don't know why, but. But you should feel good about 1 0 or 1 yes. 1, which yes. means we're going to win one of them. That's what I'm saying. So, and you've already picked one of them. Excuse me. So, we haven't beaten them at home in three years. Well, that was the one you picked. No, I know what I'm saying is I think we usually beat them at the Texans. So you're trying to tell me to pick them. <laughs> I think you're I'm trying to get me you, to pick them. I'm not telling you anything. Uh, I'm, no, no, no. You know what? I'm staying with the NFC South, and I'm taking week 10 at the Buccaneers. That's the one I wanted. Yeah, that's, that's right. Yeah. That is on November 12th. Shout out with Emerson. It's his birthday. Uh all right. Happy birthday, so got, Wit. <laughs> happy birthday, Wit. Hope we beat the Bucks <laughs> at the Bucks. So I got. I feel good about that. Panthers then at the Bucks. Yeah, you should feel yeah. good about that. So you've yeah you've got a pick, and then I pick for Robert. Then you pick for Robert. All right. And then you pick again. Um. So yeah, I really like that that Bucks pick. Um, I think you you got a good start here. Mm-hmm. Um. In it, okay, NFC South. There's one more game. The Saints. And that's it. So the NFC South was three of the first four picks. That's how we feel about that division. And honestly, the Saints would get, I think, would get picked at least in the middle of the pack if it wasn't week one. Yeah. Week one's just such a wild card. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go Thursday night football, Ooh. week nine against the Steelers. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. It's at Steelers. Thursday yeah. night football. Yeah, I'm terrified of the terrible towel. They're gonna. I I don't know. I don't believe in them. Okay. So I would love to win that game. I'm. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I'm not over. I mean, again, I'm not overly confident just about any of these games, but that's where we're at. So I have to, you know, the obligatory would have been there in the third round. <laughs> I don't know if it actually would have, but um, okay. So I'm picking for Robert now. You, you would know because you're about to draft. <laughs> I'm picking for Robert now. Yep. Um, Two. I don't want to give him. Oh, I picked the next one for him. Yes, correct. I don't want to give him both Texans games. So let's do. We're going to give him week one against the Saints. We're going to give him this first week. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I like it. Go ahead and get the NFC South out of the way. And, uh, and yeah, so that means I have two NFC South teams. You have one and Robert has one. So he got at Saints. And then for his next pick that you pick, what are you thinking? I am thinking for Robert. I think he's going to want week 11, November 19th. Whoa. Against the Jags. (laughs) At the Jags? Yeah. I'm taking at the Jags instead of at home. Because of, dang, I think, actually, that's probably a bad call. Maybe <laughs> I should have switched that. Is it too late to switch it? No. Okay, I'll go week 18 for him okay. at home because I think the Jags might already have the playoffs locked down. I think we might be playing for a little bit more than than them. So you, are you saying they, they would have won the division by then? You're saying we're yeah. losing that division? Yep, yeah, yeah. Dang. I'm I'm pessimistic. It's unfortunate. Which I know I feel like the last pod I was very optimistic and <laughs> I'm I'm back on the pest. No, I was pessimistic 
last pod, the one before that, I was very optimistic. Yeah, you were. Yeah. Um, dang. Well, that's that stinks. Well, if it not, it's going to be a very competitive game, and I think Titans might win it. Yeah. Um, okay, you're up right. again for for yourself. Now I'm up. All right. I'm going to take – I'll take week 11. You'll take at the Jags. I'll take out the Jags. Okay. So I'm really going late October, November right now. That's when we catch fire. Okay. Um. All right. So we've got. I have two picks, correct? I think it's yeah. Your 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 fifth one is your last one. I think. I'm taking. Oh, Texans is still there at Texans. Still available. Oh, you're right. I'm taking that. Yep. At Texans week 17. That is New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Something will be in the air. 2024 will about to kick off. And I'm taking at Texans. Next up. All right, so I'm going to tell you which ones I'm, I'm between. I'm between the Seahawks at home week 16 or at the Browns week 3. But I I like – dang, the Seahawks are, I think are going to have a pretty good year. And I think the Browns – but the Browns early. You want? I don't love the Browns early. Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve. I'm taking the Browns. I'm doing it at Browns week three. That's mine. I'm doing it. I like it. I think that's a good call. Yep. I'm gonna do it. I I also would have picked that one. <laughs> All right. So you go, and then I pick for Robert, and then you pick for Robert. All right. So, so we the and remaining, we have yeah the remaining yeah, ones. say the remaining ones. Is week two against the Chargers. At home. At home. Week four against the Bengals. At home. I will not be attending that game. <laughs> I've been to the last three losses against the Bengals. Will not be at that game. Pettit and I were together last year for that game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been the last three times we've lost the Bengals. And I, I can't do it again. Um, we're not allowing you. Yeah. <laughs> we got week six against... The Ravens in London, in London at eight thirty a.m. Um, then we have week fourteen Monday night football against the Dolphins, and then week sixteen Christmas Eve against the Seahawks at home. Hmm. Uh, also, that Dolphins game is at Miami. Uh, I guess I yep. didn't say that. Miami so football. Yep. After saying that. Um, I, none of those look very promising to me. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks Christmas Eve. Okay. At home, day after my birthday, since birthdays matter in the scheduling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, this year we turn it around on your birthday. Yeah. <laughs> Might be a little too late there, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's lock that in. I'm I'm a little scared of them, but maybe they'll have a down game. Okay. Uh, so then you're and now you're picking or I'm picking for Robert. Sorry. Okay. The Chargers week two would just be a hilarious like. Chargers win week one, look amazing. And we like maybe we drop the Saints game, and everyone says, "Oh, the Titans are already out." And then we just prove everyone wrong. We destroy the Chargers, but 
I'm not picking that for Robert. I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Ravens. Ravens in London. That's gonna be Roberts. Boom. I just I don't know I don't know. Playing in London. Yeah. 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 Sure. Why not? So now there are three, three picks left. You're picking for Robert, then yourself, then I'm picking. We have uh, Chargers at home week two, Bengals at home week four, and then week 14 at Dolphins. Monday night football. Um, this is for Robert. Uh, I... This might be a little bit of a hot take. I think I'm going to go week 14 against the Dolphins, okay. Monday Night Football in Miami. Yep. I I don't know why. I, um, I'm i scared of Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, but, you know, they're an injury-riddled team, so maybe two will be out by then. Yeah, I, I was know. about to say, week 14, what's the, what's the probability that two is already hurt? Yeah. So, okay, now it's my turn. Dang, just before you go, Roberts, three of Roberts' picks are the last five games of the year. <laughs> so if, if it were last if it were like last year, that would not go too well. Yeah, you're up. Um Yeah, I mean the obvious pick here is week <laughs> two versus the Chargers. Um They're I mean, they're a splashy team. They just, you know, sometimes they have off weeks. So they don't have a good head coach. Staley, oh, Brandon yeah. Staley. If Speaking you give up, if you give up a, a twenty-something point lead in the playoffs, your coach, there's something wrong with your coach. Speaking of bad coaches, totally irrelevant to this, but the Cardinals coach, <laughs> yeah, Jonathan Gannon. For anyone listening to this, please watch some videos on him. He is the most cringeworthy human being on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> the way he interacts with people is just painful. <laughs> I don't know how he got that job. I wonder what Andrew McCain thinks of uh, Jonathan Gannon. We should text him. He might be just ready to throw in the towel for Caleb Williams. I think their whole organization is ready to do that. That's probably why they hired him. Yeah. (laughs) All righty. Well, looks like I'm ending up with week four against the Bengals at home. So I have – yeah, that that concludes our draft. So let's let's go over. It will be – these are Robert's teams. Week one. At the Saints. Week 6 against the Ravens in London. Week 14 at Dolphins Monday Night Football. Week 15, Texans at home. And week 18, Jags at home. Pettit has week 2, Chargers at home. Week 8, Falcons at home. Week 9 at Steelers Thursday Night Football. So you got a t- you got two games within five, five days of each other. Yeah, slightly intentional. Yeah. Um... And then at Jags, week 11. And then week 16, Seahawks at home. You said Christmas Eve. Remember, day after Pettit's birthday. I have week three at the Browns, week four, Bengals at home, week 10 at the Bucks, week 12, Panthers, and week 17 at the uh, Texans. I'm feeling pretty good about mine, honestly. I, I don't feel great about mine. But. <laughs> Hey, sometimes you just don't know. The yeah. year the year that I won, I thought I had the worst one. I don't think I had the Did you go four and one? Uh or three and two. I might have gone five and out. Oh, 
You might have. I had the Chiefs that year. And yeah, that and was we when crushed we beat them. So like it was just like worked out perfectly where Yeah, like the good teams. Yeah. The yeah. like the the bad picks were mm-hmm. like the ones that we kind of crushed them. Yeah. I think I Was that the year we beat the Rams too? Yeah. It I is. I think I had both of those. Yeah, I think you did. Man. That was the year yeah, Rams ended up winning the Super Bowl. Um which by the way, uh speaking of the schedule, I have made my official uh prediction. 10 and 7. Losses to Chargers, Bengals, Ravens, Steelers, Jags at Jags, at Dolphins, Seahawks at home. Did you use that prediction to pick your? Um, no, I actually draft? made the final uh, choices as the draft went on <laughs> just now, <laughs> and uh, I had eleven and six, but I didn't feel too right about that, so I went ten and seven. So I made the Seahawks game a loss. Yep. So. Um, I think that's realistic. Yeah. All righty. Well, there you have it. There is our snake draft of the schedule. It's a yearly tradition that we do. Now, moving on, we're going to wrap this up with a little bit of, like, season, kind of season takes, but also Saints game. And really, the season takes, it's going to be quick. You're not a big prediction guy. I'm you're not, not. You're not no. a big prediction. Which is a great position to be guy. in. Yeah. It's very true because, you know, say, let's just hypothetically say, if you were a prediction guy, a couple years ago, we were playing the Jets, who were terrible one year. If you made prediction, you probably would have said we would have beaten them 40 to nothing or something. We ended up losing to them. Hypothetically, if you made predictions, (laughs) that would have happened. Um, I didn't give a number. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. But, yes, uh, Robert and I were – in the in the in the words of uh, Andrew McCain, looking right past him, <laughs> looking right past him. Um, so, yeah, that's I learned my lesson a little bit there, um, and now I, I I look at every every team that we're about you, to play. Yeah, you treat every team like they're like it's the Super Bowl. Like every game's like the Super Bowl. You can't can't doubt anyone. Um, but looking into the Saints game, uh, Saints are are kind of. Uh, a little bit of a wild card team. They they have potential to be, you know, on paper to be pretty good. A lot of people are saying they're going to win the South. Yeah, NFC South. And I don't. I'm not against it. I yeah. I think they really do have some some power. Um, looking at their injury report list, um, it's it's also very minimal. Um, really, nothing that noteworthy on it. Well, there's a big one. Kendra Kendra Miller. Yeah, running back. He is still struggling to practice things. Got is it hamstring? Yep. Yeah. So he's their rookie running back from TCU. Also, shout out Andrew McCain. Um, and uh, he right now would be the backup slash probably split time with Jamal Williams because Kamara is suspended. Yep. Um, so now there's a. Uh, I don't even know the guys. I don't. I, I don't even know the backup's name. It's it's like a Kirk Merritt or something. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that guy? Mm-mm. I hadn't either until I heard his name a couple of days ago. So Jamal Williams is going to be like their only running back, basically. They do have Tony Jones on their practice squad. Might elevate him. Mm-hmm. So their running back position could get tired, and maybe that's not as great. So I think that's going to be huge. Yeah. Because our defensive line and front seven is already solid. Yeah. That's so. a good point. Um, other than that, I mean, Traquan Smith 
wide receiver. Didn't practice. Nothing. What probably third wide receiver for them. Yeah, um, at the very best. I think um, Michael Thomas is you know supposed to play. Um, they got Chris Olave. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the big news is you know Kamara being suspended. Um, and they've got a new quarterback. And they got a new quarterback, Derek Carr. Signed Derek Carr over the offseason. which is a little bit of the wild card factor. Where exactly. you're like, you know, sometimes Derek Carr can you know throw three picks in a game, and yeah, but sometimes he can throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns. So, well, and also the fact of this is his first game with the Saints. Yeah, you know, he's making a Saints debut. I don't feel great about it being at the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my like, roommate Grant, good friend, he went to the Tennessee LSU game last year. And he stayed in town for the, one of the Saints games. I think it was the Saints-Seahawks game last year, mm-hmm. which was an incredible game. And he went to it. He said it was like an incredible atmosphere and one of the coolest games. Wow. So I think it being at the Saints in the, I think the Superdome yep. is what it's called. Yep. Uh, they have the other Mercedes it, Dome, I think. Yeah, that mm-hmm. is a little concerning, I would say. That Two it's Mercedes Domes Saints. in the NFL, in case anyone's wondering. Other ones, the Falcons. The Falcons. Who Both in the NFC South. Um, my pit or no Pettit's pick. Yep. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I, I think the thing that scares me is the defense. Their defense uh, is still very good. Um, they've got you know they still have Marshawn Lattimore. They got Tyron Matthew, who is on the injury report list, but oh. full participation. Okay. Uh, they still got Cam Cameron Jordan, guy who's been in the league forever, and he's he it's is super consistent. Oh, he. If Cameron Jordan left this game and had like two and a half or three sacks, I wouldn't be that shocked. Um, so that's that's a little tough. Demario Davis is another guy, a linebacker that just they ju- they just got a, they just got a solid defense. And if yeah. they they don't my, have a, they don't have a glaring weakness on the team. Yeah, my biggest thing I would say um, is I think they're going to try and air it out to Chris Olave a lot, and they could get some chunk plays that end up throwing us off on defense. And I mean, I think they're, the thing is, I think they're going to have to throw. Yeah, absolutely. Because I don't think they're going to get much in the run game. No. So, Jamal Williams is going to have like a, he's going to have 12 carries for 17 yards and like a touchdown, maybe even two touchdowns. It's just, he, he that's the kind of running back Jamal Williams is. You think doesn't really get that many yards and ends up getting, you know, goal line touchdowns. Yep. Um so. I I do think we kind of match up decently well against the Saints. Yeah. I don't know if you would agree with that or not. It's I think especially with Kamara being out mm-hmm. and being able to stop their run game. Um it it this game is going to come down a little bit to the a pretty defensive game, I think. Oh yeah. I, am, I would agree. That the under. Yeah, I would I would bet the under almost on every Titans game <laughs> this year. But um, there is some excitement on the Titans side because this is week one's a lie, but it does set the tone a little bit for the year, mm-hmm. and it's going to kind of show a little bit of the potential that we have, and if we are going to be even fun or exciting to watch. Yeah. So, again, Hopkins first time in a Titans uniform. For I've got him on two of my three fantasy teams. Wow! So would love him um, to do well. Derrick Henry, we can we get to see where he's at this year. Yep. And then I I really do think Spears is probably the third down back, right? Yeah, third so down back I, for sure. Um, and I don't I mean he might even I could see him starting to get some second down. Oh yeah. Like I would love to see both of them on the field. 
yeah oh yeah some playing time together he's been he's been really really fun to watch so i actually think that would be a really great offensive scheme absolutely i'm glad you just said that because that got me a little excited to think (laughs) about both of them on the field because they're both very different players absolutely but both playmakers so and then Traylon Burks, and too. And if you don't really have a good third wide receiver, it's kind of a good... Yeah, like Tajay Spears could be your third yeah. wide receiver. And we don't really have a second tight end, so... Yeah. Um, Josh Wiley had a rough preseason. So we'll we'll see. I mean, Chig could also take a big step up this season, too. Mm-hmm. There's some things to look out for that um, could really go either way. I think you're convincing yourself right now I mean, to actually see, maybe be the, a little better about the Titans. You see it churning I, I a little bit. I do see that right now. I think we're. I think there's some unknowns. Um, oh, absolutely. And if our um, skill position players step up, then I think they can make up for the fact that our glaring O-line. weakness on the O line is so bad. Yeah. But that's going to take a lot. So. Yeah. I'm. I'm a little doubtful on it, but I'm. I'm still curious. I'm very curious. Um. And I, new, we have a new OC. Yeah, new so. OC. Well, and honestly, I mean, this is the first game as Rand Carthon being GM. Like, this yeah. is his debut. Um, also, something I just kind of thought about. Fun fact, the Titans are 0-2 in season openers when we have started the podcast, since we've started the podcast. Cardinals and, and Giants. Giants last year. Yeah. yeah. Which the Giants game was stupid. We should not have lost that game. Cardinals, we lost that. Before it started, yeah. yeah, that was we, that we were losing that no matter what. Um, so yeah, I which also primetime Titans that around. have never been to a winning Titans football game. Are you serious? Like individually, Texas, we have individually, but us as a group because like you went to the 49ers game that year, we went to we one Cowboys last year. Yep, we did Cardinals and Texans, Cardinals the, the first year and Texans and Bengals playoff game. Yikes. <laughs> so, as you can tell, we have a Titans podcast and maybe shouldn't go to games together. Yikes. Well, that's uh that's a tough discovery, I guess. <laughs> um Yeah, so I think that's that's the Saints preview. I'm going to give you three crazy takes of the year to to end. You ready? Ryan Tannehill Throws for more His MVP listeners. of the league. <laughs> this is this is kind of nuts. Ryan Tannehill throws for more touchdowns than C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson combined. Okay. <laughs> Basically, because so, I don't think Anthony Richardson will throw many. So He'll run like for many. Thirty touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, for him to do that, he's going to have to have thirty. Yeah, I and think he so had. Too. I think last year in the in the games he played, he didn't have a lot. So it wasn't good. Probably twenty something. But you know, maybe I think he's going to step up. I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, he will be better, and I think a lot of that is because of DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, that's one. Two, yeah. we will have three players who have double digit sacks okay. on the year. That's, is that that's, is that ridiculous or is that that's that? I mean, I that's it, definitely doable. It's and wildly I'll give you doable, players. but oh. I actually don't know if has any team ever had that before in history. Uh, I have no clue. That's why it's a hot take. And <laughs> it I'll give sounds you three insane, but it sounds awesome. The three players are Simmons, Landry, and Arden Key. Last take. Uh, Tajay Spears scores 
more total touchdowns than Derrick Henry. Wow. How about that? Some receiving ones? Receiving and rushing. Yeah. How about that? Those are some hot takes right there that I thought about two of them. The third one I kind of just came up with uh, just now. So, I don't know. Let's just – let's see. I think uh, that might have been a little bit of like, you know, pandering to making it such a hot take. But also, I kind of believe all three of this. So. (laughs) I kind of believe all three of this. The sack one, um, I just Googled it. The Buffalo Bills repeated what they had done as a defense in 2013 with three players recording at least 10 sacks each. Um, What year was that? It says 2013. Um, Oh, they repeated it. They repeated it for when they did it in 1982. Um, It it sounds like... Maybe, maybe... No, sorry. I was reading like when, like how many teams have done it. Well, I'm saying maybe I should switch that to like eight plus. No, no, I, d- I actually don't think that's that crazy. It okay. sounds like it's been done. It was the twentieth time it's ever been done, and okay. actually, a team, fun fact, has had four players with oh. ten sacks. Dang! It's the first team in history with four players with ten sacks, and it was the Eagles in 1997. Four players with ten plus sacks. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I th- chew on that. Chew I'm, on that. I'm, some. I'm chewing. Chew on that. And listeners, uh, if I'm completely wrong, then you know, learn learn from that. You got to at least go for something. I think you had a couple really wrong takes last year. Um, yeah, I did say that AJ Brown would have. Six, between like sixteen to eighteen hundred yards. Yeah. When we got Julio, and he was hurt most of the year and did not get close. What did he have last year with the Eagles? He had like fourteen, fourteen hundred. So pretty close. And I think you said, um, oh no, there was a tight end that, that was going to have like a nine hundred yards or something. Oh gosh, did I don't remember that. Maybe uh, you did I say like Austin Hooper potentially? Yeah, you might have said Austin Hooper. Yeah. Well. He it was, was something not. where it's like that's a lot. But that's a lot of that's a lot did, of offense. <laughs> what did we know about Austin Hooper? Good Star things player. happen. Clutch player. When you throw him the ball. Yep. Yep. So yeah, we'll did see he who sign that anywhere. Uh, I think he did. Maybe like Raiders or something. I don't know. Actually, underrated player. Um, we'll find out who's who's that player going to be this year. Good things happen when you throw blank the ball. It's going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, yeah. I also think I think you're kind of onto something with the Spears thing. Yes. I think good I knew, things are going to happen. You were gonna say, I knew you were going to say Spears. Yeah. Yeah. Good things uh, happen when you let Spears touch the ball. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. All right. Well, those, that was a little fun little last few minutes of the podcast. NFL's back. And I am stoked. And I hope you and are. And we're already off to a crazy start. The already Chiefs off to a crazy week start. One. Yes, that's right. Lions be, beat Chiefs week one. Uh, that happened last night. We're recording Friday morning. Um, so there you have it. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, we'll see how that snake draft or the schedule of uh, all of our teams go and the games. Um, I'm just getting really excited. It's the NFL and it's Titan season. Tighten up and uh, let's see if we win the division this year. Shut everyone up. I'm JG. I'm Pettit. We thank y'all. My mama told me, son. 
Always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry 